This is Kobe Bryant. Tell him Dr. Clapper sent you. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Hey, it's 7 o'clock in the morning. Forget about it there, all right? I'm on beer. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. I believe Ah, oh, Steve Follett, you're the best. Uh, it must be some kind of psychiatric thing when you can laugh at your own voice. I don't know what that's called. <laughs> Did I really say those things? Oy vey. All right, joining me now is a real treat. I spent we- this week in the operating room talking to the great Eleonora Hamaya. One of the great anesthesiologists at Cedar sinai And she's from Italy. She could say, I want to take the garbage out, and it sounds like I love you. This is amazing. And we started to talk about my next guest, and I cannot wait for you to share in all of this. Luciano, thank you for calling in from Naples, Italy. Thanks to you, Robert. Hi. Oh, it's so nice to talk to you and for us to get to know what you're all about. First, yes. before we begin, I want the listeners here to know where they can see the beautiful work that you do. The website, tell me the website. Yes, my website, just for photos, for my photos, is uh, LucianoFuria, F-U-R-I-A.com, which is my first and last name. So, I sculpt Massa Carrara. I take the stone that Michelangelo used. This is my hobby. I love being a surgeon. And in my house for my 50th birthday eight years ago, my wife and daughter got me the greatest gift a man can ever get in life, a New York pizza oven. So I try to be a renaissance man. But you know what? I think you are at a whole nother level, Luciano, because take us back. I want to know about your family and I want to know you're an electrical engineer. You then go work in a bank and I want you to take me to the day you're in the bank where you go, that's it. I want to follow my dream. I believe in myself that I am an artist, like my family was, and I'm going to now spend the rest of my days being that. Take us through your family. Your dad, what did he do? Your grandfather, tell us about your family. Okay, well, that was a great introduction, Robert. So let me put it this way. Um, I'm coming from a family of artists. Mm -hmm. Uh, My great, uh, my grandfather was a painter. I still live in the house that he started renting in 1929. Wow. Uh, he chose it because of the wonderful light, uh, the sun, wonderful sunlight wow. for his paintings. Wow. Then many of his sons uh, and daughters have been either pianists, violinists, painters. Mm. Uh, my, on my father's side, my father's grandfather um, was first violin at the San Carlo Opera House. Wow. And so being an engineer, I do feel a black sheep of the family, <laughs> so, to, so, so to speak. Where did the so, love for electrical engineering come from? How did you even think about that? Well, it never crossed my mind to do anything else since I was a kid. I mean, when I was three, four years old, I already started playing with wires, lamps, they tell me I had a sort of a open account with the electrician uh, <laughs> shop down the street where I could buy batteries and small lamps and things like that, where I could build small circuits. So was there someone crossed my mind to do anything else in my life. Luciana, was there think? someone in the electrical shop, a man that or woman that 
you would go to as a little kid who kind of didn't treat you like a little kid, but took you seriously in the projects that you wanted Absolutely. to do? What was Absolutely. his name? Um, not in this shop, but in a bigger shop that was selling electrical components. Mm-hmm. And when I showed up there, I was probably 11 years old. Who was the guy? Uh, I was trying to build my electrical circuits. The mm-hmm. first thing he asked me, well, did you ever blow your general circuit switch? At your house? And I said, of course I did. Uh, but I was ashamed of saying that, good, you are on the, r- on the right path. So, <laughs> I think you have to make a disaster uh, to make something, something good, Luciano. <laughs> yes, yes. So it's, that's something that stood with me, that not necessarily you have to do everything perfect from the yeah, beginning. Yeah. The other way around. Definitely, yeah. for sure, the other way around. I think this is the um, problem with the kids. You mentioned my yeah. change of uh, life. Uh-huh. I, I took the degree in Italy. Before that, I already started taking pictures. I sold a picture of mine. The first picture I sold was to the Wall Street Journal wow. um, when I was 16. Wow. Uh, because I was taking pictures of classical musicians. Hmm. And the Wall Street Journal that does not publish photographs, uh, uh-huh. photographs, they asked for a photo because it had toy company to come along with an article right. uh, of this festival of classical music that was in Naples. Hmm. It was really amazing. It was really, really amazing. Then I went to the university. Then I spent six years in the States to mm-hmm. get a PhD, mm-hmm. studying biological effects of microwaves, well, specifically also the cellular phones, wow. and there are none from my <laughs> study. <laughs> After all those years. Basically, my whole <laughs> careers mm-hmm. came back to Italy, found no job because I only had a PhD, mm-hmm. which I took on my own and was sort of an outcast. So I went to work for a bank, which was really hard for me, really, really hard. I then I met my wife, and we started a translation uh, company. Was mm, We were talking when uh, Internet was not around, and we were the first company to work uh, only in remote working. Mm-hmm. We still have the company, uh, which gives us the bread on the table, mm-hmm. so you can see. But basically, I stole the job from my wife because she was the translator, and I took it from her. She taught me. And then we made this small company, which is still around. Mm-hmm. Then five or six years ago, I started again taking pictures because I went to a cook course mm-hmm. as a student. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I love to cook. Mm-hmm. And I took some pictures. Next week, they asked me, well, what if you make a deal? You take the pictures. We, we offer you the courses for free. Wow. Great. And basically, the rest is history. I kept knowing cooks. Uh, Michelin started the cooks. Tizaiolis. And mm. I started meeting pizzaiolis and uh, chefs who would become famous before they were famous. So basically, mm. I ended up having their pictures before anybody even knew them. And that made a big difference. Mm. The other thing is that I try to make pictures that look like the real food. I don't do very much food styling mm. or food composition. I take the dishes as they come out from the chef. Then I work out the light, the angles, and to look at the dishes the way I'd love to dive in them, to eat them. And probably that makes the difference. 